I'm Dr. Omar Khan. I'm Dr. Shannon Gowland. I'm Dr. Tiffany Dursey. And welcome to Vet Sessions. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vet Sessions. This is our pre-episode one, and my name is Dr. Tiffany Dursey, and I am sitting here today with my colleagues, Dr. Shannon Gowan. Hi, Tiff. Hello, and Dr. Omar Khan. So we wanted to tell you a little bit about Vet Sessions and why it is that we wanted to start this podcast and then tell you a little bit about ourselves. We've got lots of exciting guests that we are going to host uh, for future episodes, but today we wanted to tell you a little bit about the podcast. So Vet Sessions is a podcast for anyone who's interested in clinical veterinary small animal medicine. So this could be veterinary students at the Ontario Veterinary College. It could be undergraduates at the University of Guelph. It could be friends. It could be family. It could be absolutely anyone who loves veterinary medicine like we do. So we are three veterinarians who work together as primary care veterinary educators. And we're here at the Ontario Veterinary College in beautiful Guelph, Ontario, Canada. Our goal is to talk to interesting people in the veterinary field and answer some very specific clinical questions. Today, again, we wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves and a little bit about our individual veterinary journeys. So I wanted to start first with uh, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Tiffany. So tell me, where, where are you from and when did you graduate? Absolutely. So I am from Kitchener, Ontario, so I am definitely a local girl. I am an OVC grad. I am a Falcon, so I graduated in OVC 95. And uh, here I am back again. Excellent. And then uh, tell me, what was your very first job in the field of veterinary medicine? Well, for my first job, I worked at a 24-hour practice in Ottawa. Oh, wow. Loved Ottawa. I was there for about three years or so. Um, I was a veterinarian for all of three weeks before doing my first solo overnight shift. So oh, my gosh. So that was stressful. That's brave. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it was definitely jumping into the fire. Um, I have to say that I learned how to rely on my technicians. I worked with an awesome technician. Absolutely. And uh, she, she got me through a lot of... Uh, interesting situations. I, I do think it was good for me to start an emergency. Um, my initial aspiration was to become an emergency critical care specialist. Um, mm-hmm. And I do still love emergency, but I really found myself drawn to the day practice, you know, getting to know the clients, getting to know the patients a little bit. So I kind of right. really learned that that's where I wanted to be. Um, then I decided to spread my wings and fly around Ottawa a little bit. So I locumed around the city and then I landed in a feline practice for about six months. Cause as you know, I love cats. Right. Um, I did enjoy some aspects of feline medicine. Um, as you know, I love picky small cat surgeries and things like that, but mm-hmm. I, uh, I really found I missed the dogs. And of so course. after about six months, I decided maybe feline only practice wasn't quite the fit I was looking for. Um, and so I got back into both canine and feline. And then I decided to do, I covered a maternity leave for an avian vet, actually. Oh, no so, kidding. I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of everything. So um, I loved working with the birds. Birds are fascinating and beautiful yeah, and fun. amazing. Um, but I found keeping up with everything, you know, to do it well, Um, you know, all the various exotic species and uh, the cats and dogs was a bit challenging in terms of kind of trying to be um, at the cutting edge. And so I decided to leave um, avian practice at that point. And I got back into cats and dogs again. So at that point, I got a job at Alta Vista Animal Hospital in Ottawa, which is a really huge, yes, big clinic. Um, really huge clinic. Yeah, it's a referral practice um, and also a 24-hour practice. Um, and so I worked there as an eMERGE and GP vet for about five years. 
Um, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, however, as we talked about, the rest of my family is here in southwestern Ontario. Mm-hmm. So I had two children and, you know, as a as a working mom, I really needed the support of grandparents. I was so jealous of my yes. friends in Ottawa who had their parents there to help them out. And so uh, we made the big move back here. Um, so I worked in a couple clinics around KW. Um, and then in 2010, the primary health care center here opened. And so I got a job here. So I was really excited to come back to OVC. So absolutely I've been here ever since. Now, did you think that you would ever return to OVC or was that quite a surprise? Well, it was a surprise. Um, what mm-hmm. happened was I was working in general practice and um, one day, random day, I got two phone calls from two friends of mine, um, one of whom worked here at OBC and one of whom worked uh, for a food company. And they were both on the search committee for the primary health care center. And both cool. of them called me without consulting each other and said, hey, Shannon, I think this would be a great job for you. So at first I said, no, no, you know, I'm not qualified to teach anyone at a university. Uh, but I decided to take a chance and apply. And sure enough, I got very fortunate and got the job. That's so, excellent. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really That's pretty neat. It meant to be. Surprise. Yeah, I, I kind of think so for me anyway. And so what do you like about being here at the Ontario Veterinary College at the Primary Health Care Centre and being a primary care veterinary educator? The students. I mean, that's why we're all here, right? So sure. it's so much fun. Like, so um, as you know, we have a three-week rotation. So all mm-hmm. of the final year students spend three weeks with us and seeing them go from day one of week one, where it's kind of like starting your right. first job, right? So they get kind of parachuted in. They don't know where anything is, uh, not sure what to do, that kind of thing all the way up to week three when they are awesome. That's just an amazing journey to watch every three weeks. Um, so the problem with it is that, you know, they just get great at the end of week three and then they leave, and they leave us and then we're back <laughs> to day one of week one. <laughs> Good this times. is our lives. But, uh, but no, seeing that, that um, just how much they learn and grow in knowledge and confidence while they're with us is incredibly rewarding. And, you know, um, there are things that I've done many, many times, for instance, cat neuters. I don't really need to do another cat neuter myself, but watching somebody get so excited about it, you yeah, know, it's, it's, cool. it's a lot of fun. So yeah. just kind of enabling them and and uh, watching them get on their feet and go is is pretty awesome. So yeah, and for for our listeners that um, don't know, the Primary Healthcare Center is a uh, operational clinic, and so people in the community will bring their dogs and cats uh, to our clinic, just like a regular general practice. So we're set up just like a regular veterinary clinic, um, but um, first the uh, the the client and the pet will see a final year veterinary student, uh, and then the veterinarian, either Omar or Shannon, and I will go in and talk to the student and the client about um, treatment options and whatnot. So um, so the three of us actually do not. Um, teach like classically in the classroom but rather we're sort of coaching I guess on the fly that would probably be the best way to say it right <laughs> for sure <laughs> we're for coaches sure. yeah, yeah that's right I'm not much of a lecturer but I really like yeah. the small group learning and just the, the yeah. discussions that crop up it's uh, it's a lot of fun and I learn from the students too absolutely um, which is great so we're all kind of learning together which all of us enjoy for sure and um, let's see, what else? Um, in 2018, I got my board certified by um, the American Board of Veterinary Practitioners. So I got um, my board certification in canine and feline practice. So Fantastic. That was helpful, which you Tough have recently one. done as well. Recently so done. We'll, so we'll get to that in a minute. I, I share your pain. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Writing it's, an eight-hour exam after uh, so many years out of school, it was challenging. Absolutely. Yeah, but good for you. That's a, a huge accomplishment. And it's um, it's great to, to, to have that knowledge to, especially, it, it, I mean, it's amazing over 20 years how veterinary medicine has changed so much so staying on the up and up is uh is tough 
Absolutely. Well, that's why I did it. I thought, okay, it's time to make sure that I refresh my knowledge a little bit. And we can also now empathize all over again with the students getting ready to write oh. their board exams again. Right, so, right. They write their navlies. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I really like being here. Um, I'm interested in communication, just sort mm-hmm. of um, having the students learn how to take all that jargon and package it into a more understandable form for the clients. You know, I think that's really important. Um, I love opto. I love eyes. Yes, thank goodness. Because <laughs> yeah, if I ever need to help, I never got the opto rotation way back in the day and it's plagued me forever. So I try my best. So it's nice to have different strengths on the team, right? Yes, absolutely. It's mm-hmm. not too late, Tiff. We can arrange a week in opto Let's for you. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Dr. Pernard, where are you? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I also like derm and I do some behavior. Um, strangely, I love cranky cats. I don't know why. There might yeah, be something wrong cute. with me. But uh, <laughs> I, I do love the angry kitties. Um, yeah, so I just, uh, I really love being here. Excellent. Okay, now unrelated question. Uh, tell me an interesting fact about yourself or something. Well, let's see. Um, I love tea yes. and I love chocolate. I always have a very large bar of chocolate in my desk for those chocolate emergencies. That much I know because yeah. I've, I've, I've maybe wandered into your drawer before. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really important resource in practice to have a large bar of dark chocolate in your desk. Absolutely. Um, however, I'm frequently I'm called to task for the fact that I hate cheesecake. No cheesecake. I know. That's crazy. I yeah. don't, I don't know if we can work under these conditions yeah. and well, mayonnaise. I know that you don't oh, like mayonnaise. Oh, no, no mayonnaise. No, no custard, Love no mayo. mayonnaise. No, no, no. I know Omar and I were talking about mayo chop. That's like the best invention ever. Oh, mayo no. and ketchup. Who doesn't love that? Me. Okay, true. Shannon, <laughs> you heard it here. Exactly. So perhaps the challenge can be making a cheesecake that I actually like. That okay. An excuse for you to eat a lot of cheesecake. Okay, that's cool. So. I can do that. All right. Well, thanks very much, Shannon. Uh, I thought to switch it up a little bit, I'm going to pass the mic over to Omar and I'll let Shannon uh, interview Omar and find out a little bit about him. Hello, everyone. So now we're going to interview Dr. Omar Khan. So Omar, hi. Hi, Shannon. How are you? I'm well, thanks. You? I'm good. Thank you. Good, good, good. So Omar, um, yeah, we're hoping to learn a little bit more about you. Um, Where are you from? I'm originally from Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, I left when I was 17 to come to the University of Guelph with aspirations of becoming a veterinarian. Interesting. Okay. And then do you go back to visit very often? Do you still have family there? Yeah, most of my family's back there. And actually, I spent seven years back in Trinidad after I graduated. And we can probably come to that a bit later on in the interview. But yeah, it was great being back home, I guess, you know, for a while. And now I'm back in Canada with, with you guys. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, what was your first job, Omar? What did you do when you first graduated? Yeah, so I graduated, and uh, Tiff may mention as well too, but Tiff and I are classmates. We graduated in 2000, OBC Dragons, so a few <laughs> years after Shannon. <laughs> yes, uh, only a few. Only a few, yeah. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, right? True. Uh, I, like you, Shannon, started at emergency hospital, 24 hospital. I did a lot of night shifts, and I got thrown in on the deep end. Thankfully, during finally, I worked a bit at OICU here at OVC, so that helped prepare me for it. But still, there's such a steep learning curve, as, as we all know, when you graduate. Absolutely. But I did enjoy it. And that, that hospital also did routine practice. So I got to see a bit of both. I did a lot of image, but I did do some routine appointments as well. So that, I think, was a good balance for me. Mm-hmm. And it helped me develop my passion for dentistry as well. Absolutely. Then what did you do? So I spent 10 years at that hospital, and that's when I moved back to Trinidad. I had the opportunity to go to the vet school back in Trinidad and Tobago. So my family and I left in 2010, 
Uh, I was there for seven years uh, as the medical director, I guess, at the teaching hospital there. I also did some uh, primary care education as, as we are doing here, uh, teaching student surgery and some ultrasound. And I did a lot of dentistry back there as well. Yeah, you've so, always been interested in dentistry, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And like I said, that, that developed uh, when I was here in Canada at that hospital, my initial hospital. You know, not that the vets didn't like it, but, you know, they would say, oh, dentistry, come you do it. So, and it was, it was, it was great, you know, for, for them to encourage me that. And, and then I did a lot of courses on my own and sort of enhanced my skills. What do you like about dentistry? I ask because I'm I'm a decent but not inspired dentist myself. So no, what draws you're a you to this? Great Omar? dentist, and oh, I've seen you do lots of nice dentistries. Um, when we when we look at our patients, so many of them have dental disease, mm-hmm. and it's it's a relatively easy fix, both from a, a, a management standpoint and from a preventative standpoint. Just getting owners to take care of their pets' teeth, brushing, us doing early dentistry so we don't have that three hour long extraction procedure just getting their teeth cleaned you know hopefully on an annual basis and maintaining that healthy mouth and just overall good health absolutely absolutely well i'm really happy that you love dentistry as you do yeah thank you <laughs> always happy to give you my complicated dentistry cases so so then what so uh when i was finished in trinidad in 2017 we moved back to canada and I started working again at that 24-hour hospital in Brampton. Tiffany and I stayed in touch, you know, which which is which was great. And when I, you know, came back to Canada, she was like, hey, you know, we're looking for someone to help us out on weekends at the primary health care center. Are you interested? So I said, yeah, I'll come check it out. And it, it sort of springboarded from there. I started helping you guys on the weekends, started picking up a couple of extra shifts. And then the opportunity arose for a, a third veterinarian at the hospital, which I sort of, you know, came into, and then that became developed into a full-time position. So I've been here for three and a half years, I would say. Yeah, yeah. working alongside you, Shannon, and amazing Tiffany. Seems like you've been here longer than that. It, like it does, huh? I was thinking about it the <laughs> other day, I was like, wow, we've only been here for, you know, three and a half, four years, but it seems like I've been here for a while. But it's, I mean, and it's just the, I guess, the, 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 the team that we have here. So accepting, so forgiving, so welcoming. You just, you feel like you're at home when you're here. Yeah, we're yeah. really, really lucky. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, so what, so what do you like about working here then? Uh, you know, there's so many different things. Uh, and I didn't think that I would honestly end up at OVC. That was, you know, oh. the last thing on my mind when I graduated. It's like, all right, see ya. And yeah. I've done that. Um <laughs> But I guess being in Trinidad and, and having that exposure and opportunity to teach, you know, and coach and train students uh, and then coming back here, I think that's that's only reinforced that, you know, that um, desire, I guess. As you said, just, just seeing the students come in, you know, sort of, you know, wide eyed and, and nervous and anxious and then developing those skills and that confidence level uh, at the end of the rotation and moving on. Um, I think that that's amazing to watch, you know. So, and yeah. I can only imagine that that's how uh, how our teachers felt when we were in our rotations. Absolutely, yeah. We hope so, anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So, I shared my favorite sort of um, foods and things like that. So, Omar, I was wondering yeah. if you have a favorite food or drink to share with us. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of have a favorite drink, and I uh-huh. guess it, you know, became a habit when I was in Trinidad. We, you know to imbibe a lot in the Caribbean. <laughs> so my, my favorite go-to drink is scotch and coconut water. 
Scotch and coconut water. Yeah. I have to say, Omar, I've never heard of that drink. It's, does, it's, does it have a name? No, we just call it scotch and coconut water. That's <laughs> what you want, scotch and coconut water. And it's usually fresh coconut water, not from the you know cans or anything. Uh-huh. You pick a coconut, open it up, pour a glass of scotch, and put the coconut in. Amazing. Oh my gosh, pick a coconut and yeah. pour the... Oh, that sounds so amazing. Omar, how do you handle being here? There are no like coconuts readily available. No, you know, and I haven't had coconut water in a while. So I haven't had that drink in a while, to be honest with you. Um, but you should you guys should try that when you have the opportunity <laughs> to it's it's a really good drink amazing well maybe we'll have to go and get a coconut i don't know <laughs> all right so omar i have one more question for you yeah from time to time you seem to kind of disappear off the clinic floor and i see you in your office and um i'm i'm wondering it, it looks like you know seeing over your shoulder that maybe you might be watching sports Is what are audience? you watching well <laughs> yeah. occasionally yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite sport or sports so team? So I love looking at soccer, what we call football uh, in the Caribbean. Um, and I, I, I do have a strong passion for that game. And my favorite team is Manchester City. So when I sneak off, it's usually because they're playing and I have to, you know, look at a little <laughs> bit of it. Nothing's, nothing beats looking at it live. I do record the games as well, so I can look at it at home. But you have to sneak in and, and you know, look at the score and see who's winning. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely, absolutely. Why are they? Why are they your favorite team? A good question. I don't know. I think because a lot of people just like Manchester United. Yeah. So I just went the opposite. They've always been a decent team. Lately, they've been a really good team, which which you know is good for me. But I think it's just because I want to be different awesome. and and not support you know the, the the crowd that was just cheering for Manchester United. So I won the city. All right. So you've got a non-mainstream favorite drink and a non-mainstream favorite tea. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Thanks, Omar. Yo, thank you, Shannon. Thanks so much. Okay, so now we're going to say hello again to Tiffany. Hi, Tiff. Hello again. So we're hoping to hear a little bit more about you now. So um, tell me, where are you from? So I'm originally from Burlington, Ontario, born and raised, lived there, same house my whole life until I moved to the University of Guelph, uh, where I did my Bachelor of Science. Um, and then, of course, as Omar said, I graduated from the Ontario Veterinary College in the year 2000. Go Dragons! <laughs> I'm feeling a bit outnumbered here. But anyway, um, okay. And then how about after you graduated? What was your first job? Yeah, so so interestingly, when I uh, first graduated, I actually got married right away in May of my graduating year. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of uh, traveled uh, a bit that year. So we went to Thailand uh, for our honeymoon, and then we drove across Canada, and then we went to Bermuda. And so I actually um, worked in between at the Niagara Vetemerge. So funny enough, because uh, I didn't realize, but the three of us all kind of did some emerge work. So I was kind of yeah. intermittent and just like <laughs> for some extra cash. And so um, it was, uh, they were fantastic. Like you said, the uh, the technicians there were fantastic. They'd throw me into a room and uh, I would always uh, uh, remember to, to to not remember my stethoscope. So you wouldn't bring <laughs> your stethoscope into the room so yeah. you could come out and then the technicians would say, okay, you need to go back in and do this, this, and this. And then they'd throw me back in. So Absolutely. that was kind of my unofficial kind of first job. And then my, my first actual job, after traveling is I worked as a uh, mixed animal practitioner um, in Dundas, Ontario. And uh, that was fantastic. I really, um, at heart, am still a mixed animal practitioner. And I, I really, really enjoyed um, large animal. As a, as a student, actually, I worked at the African Lion Safari. And so I really always enjoyed exotics. And um, Dundas was a fantastic supportive staff. 
Um, but then actually my, um, my husband had a job offer, um, abroad. And, um, so originally we were supposed to go to Bermuda, but I couldn't find anything there in Bermuda to work. And I did really want to work as a, as a vet. I spent all that time working, um, through school. So I wanted to make sure that I had secured a position. And so, uh, I actually, um, his office actually had a, another office in uh, the Cayman Islands. So, um, so I worked for just a year in Dundas and then, uh, went off to the Cayman Islands. I'm so jealous. It, it was great. It was it was fantastic. Like we went really uh, we meant to go for a couple of years, and then ten years later we, you know, had to actively say, okay, we got to get off this rock. So, um, <laughs> so it, it was great. I worked for eight years in a small animal practice. So it was a little bit sad for me because I did have to give up the large animal component. Uh, but I was very grateful to to work there with some some fun people. Um, and then after eight years in small animal practice. Um, I actually had a, a, an offer to work at a very small vet school in the Cayman Islands called St. Matthew's University School of Veterinary Medicine. So the, when I was at the small animal practice, it was fantastic, but because it was a remote area, I was on call 50% of the time. And so I did that for about eight years and, you know, you get, you know, it's fun, but, um, yeah, been there, done that. That's that's a lot of on call Tiff. I don't know. That that does not sound great to me. Yeah. So there was only two of us. So we, we split it. And at one point there was three vets. So we, we did it by thirds, but, Mm. uh, but nonetheless, so when I went to St. Matthew's uh, university, they were fantastic, really great, um, great people. And, um, kind of similar to, to Omar, I was the director of their teaching hospital. Um, and then kind of when you're at a really small school, you're kind of doing a little bit of everything. So I actually ran their pig labs and then I was their staff vet. So I took care of the horses and then I taught junior surgery, um, which actually which was interesting because what they used to do is they didn't have a board certified surgeon on staff at the time. Mm-hmm. So they would bring in surgeons from the University of Guelph, Ontario Veterinary College. And so these um, surgeons who I knew, some of them, um, and then got to know them better, obviously, they would come for two week intense stints where they would go ahead and teach surgery for two solid weeks to the students so that they could get their their surgery component. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I you know, developed a relationship with with those people. And uh, after 10 years being in the Cayman Islands, my husband and I and, and then two, two kids in tow decided that we should get back home, um, you know, to our families and where we're from. And so uh, you know, actively looking for a job and they recruited me, same thing, um, you know, gave me a call and said, Hey, you know, you might want to know that this primary healthcare center is opening up. They're looking for DVMs that have, you know, some interest in teaching or coaching or whatever you want to call it. Um, and so, uh, heard about it, saw the job posting and it just was, it just happened to concur with when we were moving back. So moved back to Burlington for a short period of time. And then almost immediately in 2010, I got the job here, uh, at OVC and then uh, we immediately moved to Guelph so so it was uh, pretty neat absolutely yeah it's interesting I don't yeah. think of you as being mixed animal at heart it's uh, oh, I, did, yeah. I didn't know that you ran the pig lab at Massey that's yeah, really interesting yeah, yeah it was pretty fun so huh. yep good times so <laughs> perfect, <laughs> but, perfect. Uh, well we've had a large animal or two here too but we'll get to that in a minute yeah I was but. gonna say because uh, as of recent we actually had uh, a llama in our underwater treadmill so I think that really sparked my mixed animal interest again so I was pretty excited about that so. absolutely it was really fun to watch you work with that llama yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was really fun but but yeah while I was in the uh, the Cayman Islands I actually had an opportunity to do my acupuncture training. Um, so that was through the International Veterinary um, Acupuncture Society. And the course is a five-week course, one week a month for five consecutive months. Mm. And it was in Atlanta. So I flew once uh, uh, a month to Atlanta and I finished the course. So actually I was, I am still certified in horses and in uh, canine acupuncture. Mm. So that was, that was pretty neat. And I think that's kind of how I started getting interested in pain management and potentially, um, you know, complementary medicine. 
medicine. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. do you ever do you ever get a chance to do acupuncture in horses now or so not? So it's funny because every once in a while I will get a phone call or huh? every once in a while I'll get, you know, one of the large animal um, surgeons or medicine, you know, um, maybe mm-hmm. they'll have a foal or something like that. But um, but every once in a while it still kind of comes through. It's the same point. So it's the same concept. I mean, I think the neat thing about veterinary medicine is that you realize that we're pretty good at comparative medicine. We're able to, to our brains kind of work that way. So so really we can just like you did birds and yeah yeah for yeah, sure yeah so well, actually, they are yeah they are <laughs> a little, little smaller than, but yeah. yeah a little bit different so um but that was kind of neat yeah. yeah yeah and then after with the acupuncture training it was interesting because when I came here to the primary health care center of course as you know in this building we have our OVC uh, fitness and rehab facility and so um at the time there was a little bit of staff turnover and they were looking for someone to sort of take over um a component of the um, the animal rehab, which is like physiotherapy. Um, and there was an opportunity for one of the technicians and I, uh, to go complete the training. And because I had already done the acupuncture, it was kind of a, an, a next progression. So I ended up doing my rehab certification through the canine rehab Institute in the States. And, um, that was in Florida and also Colorado. So it was pretty cool. Awesome. So I did that. And then, um, uh, after that, it, it just sort of snowballs a little bit because then they kind of introduce you to this uh, International Veterinary Academy of Pain Management, IVAPM. And so you kind of have to have so many hours of pain management CE, uh, which is continuing education. And so anyway, it was kind of a natural progression. So then I did my IVAPM pain management certification, uh, which was pretty neat. So I think that's been very helpful um, insofar as, you know, my passion for geriatric animals, animals with mobility issues. And so that's kind of where, where my, my heart is. And, uh, um, I love that it's, it's amazing my, my job because I work in primary care and I'm able to do medicine and surgery, um, and dentistry and all that kind of thing. But also, um, you know, a large component of my time is working with those that have pain management issues and mobility issues in the rehab part of the facility, which is pretty cool. So. Absolutely. I really yeah. like how your approach with your cases is so um, sort of a, a, the whole animal approach. You know, like yeah. I know that you talk a lot about things like nutrition and pain management right. and exercises and you do the amazing underwater treadmill work that you do. So that's so fun. That's you, you've just drawn together all of your training and put it all into that, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. And and since we opened in 2010, we now have um, five technicians that are um, certified or soon to be certified in canine rehab, which is fantastic. So all the, the technicians here have um, have that training, which is so helpful. And you realize so helpful um, in the context of primary care. So, you know, we just mobility is such a, a huge thing. And it's actually one of the number one reasons why people consider euthanasia. So you just realize how important it is to get these dogs and, and cats up and moving. So, Absolutely. Well, yeah, you've yeah. had some completely a, a number of completely non-mobile patients for various reasons and absolutely gotten them walking again which is amazing yeah it's a lot a lot, yeah. lot of success a lot of fun some pretty committed people and mm-hmm. so we you know we have a, a lot of fun plus we have uh, an opportunity to swim in our swimming pool which is pretty cool so <laughs> once again yeah. the short disappearances off the clinic floor i'm gonna yeah, have I'm to floating. find some some reason to leave uh, <laughs> and you know some sort of uh, favorite yeah. sports team and or activity exactly so. like omar might watch soccer but i'm floating in the pool right so okay i, I definitely need more to do <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly Exactly. So. Oh my goodness. Well, I'll, I'll pop off for a Starbucks every once in a while. You, so that's maybe, true. maybe that's my secret thing. That, that's true. So yep. yeah. And then, um, uh, and then I, uh, just recently completed my, uh, diplomat of the American board of veterinary practitioners like yourself and uh, just, but just this year in 2021. So that's pretty cool. Um, happy to be done with that. Happy to never write an exam again in my life, yes, um, which we've, is happy. And we've promised good. each other that no <laughs> more exams no for more. us. No <laughs> more. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I love, I love working here. I love the variety. I love, um, you know, the 
academic stimulation and, you know, having uh, students ask me all these questions that just kind of keep you on your toes and, and, and make you, you know, curious and wonder. So absolutely. Thanks, Tiff. I really appreciate hearing about your interesting journey to get to where you are now. So um, now we need to ask some random questions. So would you mind sharing with us what is your favorite food or drink? Okay, so my favorite drink is coffee, obviously. Um, And then uh, my favorite food, as you probably know, are donuts. I was totally going to guess donuts. Yeah, so it's funny because during the pandemic, I bought a Peloton. Love the Peloton. But I I really should change my name on the Peloton to Spinning for Donuts because it's a (laughs) zero-sum game because I eat donuts, I spin, and etc. So love donuts. Um, I could live on donuts. If I know that I was going to die tomorrow, I would just eat donuts. Fantastic. Like okay, now wait, wait, wait. You need to, more, to know more about this. Yes. What is your favorite donut? Boston cream. Yes. Hands off. Yeah. Although I have to say, shout out to Lady Glaze in Guelph because I really, really enjoy their apple fritters, like to die for. Those are amazing. I don't, amazing. I don't share Very your love large. for Boston cream because yeah. custard, no. But yeah, I have to say the apple fritters are quite oh, amazing. amazing. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yep. So if you want to get to, yeah, if you, if you need something from me, then you just give me a donut and then I, I'm, I am very bribable. It's okay. That is true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Tiffany. Okay, so we have to have coffee and donuts soon. And, uh, you know, maybe a trip to the Caribbean to have a Got coconut it. water and not very much scotch for me. So excellent. Anyway, thanks, you guys. It was really great getting to know you a little bit better. I actually learned some things about both of you that I did not know before. And uh, thanks for telling me more about yourselves. Pretty cool. And uh, we are so excited, the three of us, to release um, episode one, which should come out uh, soon. But thank you for our listeners for joining us today to learn a little bit more about us and vet sessions if you would like to follow us please do on instagram at vet sessions if you have any questions or you have any ideas for future podcasts please email us at vet sessions at hotmail.com